Yo. Yo. What it is, what it is. Here we are. <clears throat> Episode 3-6. Yes, sir. Fucking chicken's done. <laughs> yeah, my watch, sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. Please excuse me <laughs> while I eat my Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh. Here we go. So, yeah, got a little Chick-fil-A for the dinner. What'd you, what'd you get? Uh, spicy chicken sandwich. All right. Spicy deluxe with pepper jack, because, I mean, we're civilized. That is a good option. And then I got a, uh, a side of grilled nugs. Aren't those awesome? They really are. Yeah. So I agree. A little bit of... Little bit of off the plan for the week, but uh, I figure it's better than beer. Yeah, and the grilled nugs are delicious. Yeah, and they're better for you. Right. It's a healthier option. So, Chick Fil A was very pleasant. Always my pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure serving you. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Did you? <laughs> Did you see the video of that guy who was at a Chick-fil-A where, like, he's going through the drive-thru and he pulls around the backside of the building and there's a Chick-fil-A employee, like, absolutely melting down outside the back of this Chick-fil-A. He's going, my pleasure, how about fuck you? It <laughs> <laughs> starts, like, chasing after the guy in the car. You can only be nice for so long. I mean... You can't fake it. No. And make I'm it seem sure. genuine. You know, I, I'm sure people come into the shop and when I have my you really annoy me face, but I'm going to pretend I like you attitude going, there's not a doubt in my mind that they could feel it. Yeah. You know, it's just. <clears throat> so speaking of the shop, I, I sent you a message about something yes i had no idea them things existed yeah what we're referring to is affectionately a concrete chainsaw correct now pricey i mean very but really that's really not that bad i mean that if you think about it if you break it down the chain that's on that that the chain on that is a 500 dollars chain yeah it's a diamond. It's it's designed to cut rock. Well, not only that, but it'll cut steel too. It will. They have a they have a chain that'll cut rebar. Yeah. And stuff like that. But hey. it's ideally it's made for concrete. Like poured concrete. You can't cut like you can't cut we've had we had somebody buy one that uh wanted to cut granite slabs with it. Uh probably not great. No go. But we have construction companies that use them, like the town of York has one, and they use it to cut like box culverts and catch basins and, and stuff like that. And Get it works fine by the state for whatever yeah. they do. <laughs> um, and it works great for that. Um, so it has its applications that it works in, and it, you know, a lot of guys use them for cutting foundations, uh, cutting a door into a foundation, or cutting cellar hole windows into a foundation there's 
there's a lot of different uses for it. It's very expensive, but if you've got, if you bill right for it, the job pays for it. Well, and that's the thing, like, what I got thinking about with it was, like, you see all these people jackhammering up foundations to put in, you know, French drain systems or whatever. Like, why not just use one of those? And you're yeah, actually, cut the it hand. Doesn't, it doesn't look like shit. Yeah. But, yeah, it works really well. Yeah, that's pretty cool. If you haven't seen one, go look one up and watch the demos. They're awesome. The funny story about that saw, so we ordered that in for a guy, the one that I have in stock, because I normally don't stock one because of the price and how often you sell them. So guy called, said he wanted one. I spec'd it out the way he wanted. I ordered it. At that because There's different levels. You can order them with what they call like a rental chain, which is a lower quality, less expensive chain for a rental company, Yeah, basically. Because a lot of rental companies will have like a, hundred dollar a day rental fee and then you have to buy the chain that type of thing right um, so he called and ordered it we get the order in and he like needed it like i rushed the order with a bunch of other stuff to kind of like save some freight and uh he needed it for a job and so the order shows up and the saw is missing oh. off the pallet and like the plastic like when steel ships their order, they have their own tape. And if the tape is cut, you're not supposed to accept the order. Yeah. Well, the, the tape wasn't cut, but the plastic covering that they put over their pallets was like sliced open in an area where it was very tough to see on the top. And it was sliced open enough where they could have slide, slid a box out. So the, the bar for that saw and the chain were in the, on the sh- shipment but the saw wasn't there so I have to call this guy and tell him look man I know you were hot for this saw but I got my order in and it's missing yeah and he's like I hate to do this to you but I gotta find one I gotta buy one somewhere somewhere else I know of a place in mass that has one I'm gonna have to go there I said hey I understand I'm, I'm sorry we could do anything about it so <laughs> I get on the phone with the shipping company with steel. And basically what they told me was you signed for it. It was your fault that you didn't pull the pallet apart. <clears throat> so I told my sales rep, I was like, do you, ex-? so basically from here on out, what I have to do is rip the pallet completely apart before we sign and make sure every piece that we ordered is there. Right. He said, yeah, it doesn't matter if it takes two hours. The trucking company will wait. And I said, okay. So that's that's what we do from now on. Luckily, they found the saw. Really? Like, like two weeks later, they found it. Supposedly, they found it in Pennsylvania. Huh. So I don't know if somebody at the loading dock or whatever saw it, pulled it out, and then realized it didn't have a bar chain with it, and then sent it on another order. Yeah. Because I mean, the bar and chain alone, the saw is useless without it. You can't put you can't put a regular bar and chain on it and use it as a as like for cutting firewood. Um, so it, they, uh, yeah, it was it was so. Now I'm essentially stuck with the saw until somebody needs one. Well, maybe somebody listening needs to cut some concrete. 
wants to spend twenty two hundred dollars on a chainsaw, I know where <laughs> you can get one. <clears throat> yep, I've got one set right on the shelf. It's pretty cool. I should take a I'll take a picture of it, post it to the Instagram tomorrow. Yeah, it's uh, it, they're pretty nice looking. Yeah, basically, what Steel did was they took it's it's essentially one of their chainsaws, but they redesigned. It's got a larger fuel tank on it. It's got reinforced like on the front of the saw it's a solid uh, aluminum plate over the muffler so it it, it's reinforced with rubber and stuff to save the crankcase from getting banged up and then it has a a water a water system on it yeah they basically just take the oiler off and put water to it it's still got a clutch and that saw is designed where it has to be run with water all the time yeah can't i mean you can cut without it but it's not you're gonna smoke chains yeah so it's kind of one of those things you you follow the instructions when you pay two thousand dollars for a chainsaw yeah tend not to venture too far off into experimentation land we sold the first one i sold to a guy when they came out with it he bought it like the same day calls me up and says i already smoked the chain this thing's a piece of shit. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you cutting? He's like, block. So in my head, I'm thinking, okay, concrete block. So whatever. I warranty him a chain. I get, I talk to Steel. They're like, yeah, give him a brand new chain. At this, at this point, the saw had been out for less than six months. Yeah. You know, on the market for less than six months. And so I, I gave him a brand new $500 chain. Calls me back the same day after he used that chain. He said, chain's broken. So I'm like, I'm like, you're cutting concrete block with it? He said, no. I said, what kind of block are you cutting with it? He said, granite. (laughs) I was like, this saw is not designed to cut granite. He goes, well, it should be. I said, yeah, but it's not. Yeah. You're not going to put an eight foot plow on a fucking minivan and do snow removal with it you're not gonna put an eight foot it's just so basically he he got sick of it and ended up he told me he threw it in a dumpster and never wanted to look at it again i mean that's a good idea if you just throw two grand away yeah i wish i had two grand to just throw in a dumpster so um how's uh How's the work life down in North Carolina? Um, it's 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 going. How's the project coming along? Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. On schedule. Well, it depends on whose schedule you ask. All right. <clears throat> Not fast enough for everybody else. No. Not fast enough for me, for that matter. I just want to get the fuck out of here. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's been it's been all right though. Had a had an interesting run in last night. All right. So we worked between ten to twelve hours a day. Yesterday was just like a ten hour day. Yeah. So been good. Been coming back. Going going to the gym, working out, and then go out to grab a bite to eat. Yeah. Well, I had a slamming headache when I got back, so I was like, wasn't really feeling that good. I was on the phone when I was pulling in with a guy from work. 
And so I was sitting in my truck, backed in. So, like, imagine the hotel's a rectangle. Yeah. Right. On the end of it, I'm, like, one of the last rooms in the hallway. Yeah. So I just use the stairs at the end of the building. So I park at that end of the building. I back in. So there's parking spaces right up against the building, and then there's, like, another row up against the retaining wall. So I back back into the retaining wall every night. I back in, I'm on the phone and talking through some stuff and I hang up and then I like look down at my phone and I was just answering a few text messages that I got while I was driving. So I wasn't answering, texting and driving, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be the responsible, nice, safe driver. And I look up and I see a guy like kind of walking through the parking lot. No idea where he came from. Yeah. There's another hotel over there. So I, I don't know if that's where he came from or whatever, but. So I see him walking, and he's, like, walking in front of the cars that are parked against the building. But he's, like, diagonally left from me. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. Whatever. So I turn the truck off, and as soon as I open the door, I see him turn and head my way. And I'm like, huh. Something's not right right now. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, do I even get my stuff out of my truck? Yeah. Then I'm like, well, I don't want to leave my shit in the truck if there's somebody out here. <clears throat> so I grab my bag and I like fully put on my backpack. I normally just like throw it over a shoulder and walk in with it. Yeah. I was like, well, let's put it on just in case we either A, got to run, B, got to start throwing haymakers or C, what I eventually did. So as soon as I open the back door of the truck, he's getting closer and he starts talking. And I can't, I can't hear what he's saying. He's talking to me through a door 20 feet away. Yeah. <clears throat> so I get my backpack on. And I shut the door and lock the truck. And the guy just looks at me and he yells. And he's like, he's like, will you pray for me and my family? And he's still walking at me. And I'm like, I said to him, I was like, yo, dude, I'm good. Like, that's good. And he's like, I'm just asking you to pray for me and my family. He keeps, keeps walking. I was like, motherfucker, stop. And he's like, Look, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I just really need you, your help to pray for me and my family. And he's still walking at me. So I pull out, pulled out a knife and put it, opened it and said, I'll pray for your family that you get to fucking see them again. If you don't fucking stop your dumb ass right now. (laughs) And he just looks at me and I was like, get the fuck away from me. I don't give a fuck what you want me to pray towards. You're going to be praying. You didn't talk to me. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, man, I didn't mean, I didn't mean. He's like, sorry, 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 sorry. I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And so I just, I go into the hotel and I'm just like, that was fucked up. Right. Like, that was weird. So wasn't feeling great. Still laid down, took a little siesta, felt great. Got up at like eight o'clock, went out, grabbed some food. Get back, it's 9 o'clock. The dude comes back. What? No idea where he comes from this time. Like, I was, like, obviously paranoid from the first encounter. But I'm like, he starts coming up. He's like, yo, man, I got a job at Freightliner today. And he's, like, still coming. I was like, motherfucker, did we not just go over this, like, two hours ago? And he's like. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, I'm just so happy. I got a job with Freightliner. I'm like, dude, that's great. Like, congratulations. Leave me the fuck alone. And I'm like, 
and this is all, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here, but like there's cops every night sitting in front of the hotel. Yeah. I was just going to ask that question. Yeah. There was none last night. Of course. Yeah. So did you, did you tell the, like the people at the front desk or anything? No, I haven't even been there yet. <laughs> Probably should have, but I was like, at, by the time I got back last night, it was like 10, 15. I was like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Didn't Did see him see, today, though. Didn't see him today. Well, he probably started his new job. I mean, yeah, he's driving trucks for Freightliner. <laughs> Thank God. <coughs> yeah, it's crazy times. I, uh, it's too bad. Because you just, I guess my take on that situation is you don't know, you never know, you can't, it's tough to put yourself in their shoes to see, to know what's what's going on in their life, why they're in a parking lot at a hotel, walking around asking, you know, saying shit like that. Right. <clears throat> and, uh, but I think you did the 100% right thing and, you know, said, listen, listen, because who knows if he can't, if you didn't, I mean, if it was, if it was somebody that wasn't prepared or if it was a woman getting out of her car. Oh, exactly. You know? that, was, that was the thing that got me was like, and he kept like, kind of like reaching for me. Yeah. And that's when I pulled out a knife and I was like, dude, I have no problem right now. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and like, as soon as like I got confrontational, like he definitely backed off. So I don't necessarily know if he was really fucked up on stuff. Yeah, or if he's just fucking weird. I mean, there's fucking weird people. Mm. You ever see that dude? Uh, his name's Jesse. He like stands in the center oh, of yeah. South South oh, Berwick. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if we've talked about him <clears throat> on here before, but tonight on the way home, he was all the way. He was in North Berwick, past the center of town, towards Sanford. Yeah. In the pitch black dark on the side <clears throat> of the road cutting the tall grass with scissors i'm like and the dude's harmless oh 100 percent. yeah he he flips people off or whatever and like points at him but he's harmless and everybody knows who he is but i'm like this dude is gonna get hit by a fucking car you know i only noticed noticed him at the last minute and like if i had you know god forbid a deer ran out or something and i had to swerve I would have cleaned him out. He would have been dead. Yeah. All and right. I, I'm like, with, last year at one point he had like a reflective jacket, but he must have not liked it. Yeah, he had the, uh, he's always kind of in army fatigues. Yeah. yeah. Him and, I don't know if you remember him. If anyone's listened to this that went to York High School will know him. Because <clears throat> we used to call him Razor. And he did not like to be called Razor, but he lived right <laughs> on the corner of uh, Longsand Road on the way to the high school. He used to cut firewood, sell it out of his house. He's the other guy that's in South Berwick now. Older guy. Um, they bulldozed his house and built a very nice house now. But Does he have, does he wear glasses? Uh, I think so. Older guy, scraggly, goatee-ish. Yeah. Always in like army camo. Oh, big tall white guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's 
he's your age? No, 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 no. He lived on the way to the high school. Oh, he just <clears> lived there. And we used to yell at him on from the bus. They're kind of assholes as kids, but you know yeah. that's what being a kid is. Uh, I think more kids need to be assholes more often. Speaking of which, I reached out to uh, the sister-in-law uh, Monday or Tuesday. Your sister-in-law? Your sister-in-law? No, your sister. Sorry. Oh, yeah. After she put up a picture of the rectum. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the, <laughs> you can't bring your prostate to school. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can't bring your prostate to school. <clears throat> because I... I PM'd her what I wanted to comment, but I didn't want my comment to bring any added stress to the situation. Yeah. <clears throat> Did I tell you what I said to her? No. No. Oh, so I, <laughs> I, I sent her a message. I'm like, I really wanted to comment. I'll, I'll read it. <clears throat> I was like, I really wanted to comment on the post, but I didn't want to bring you any more stress. Ah. <clears throat> uh, I heard the principal, the principal guy thing at the school is a real prostate. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, she she responded. She's like, at this point, our family, our family's reputation at school is so far gone. I don't think it would matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have, have my niece walk into the office and hand him the prostate and be like, this is uh, maybe you should have yours checked because. This is what a normal one looks like. Maybe yours is a little swollen or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go have your prostate checked? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't talked to her about it since it happened, but she's. But I, I think about like I said it on our last episode. My nephew, because you know he's he's a he's thirteen. He's in junior high and he's 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 still got to go through the rest of junior high and high school at this place <laughs> it's all the teach all the teachers and stuff are gonna hate him it's gonna be awesome yeah <laughs> so we'll see what happens my niece is just gonna make it till friggin may and she'll be done so Teachers are weird. I talking to customers this week. It's just like landscapers and and construction guys that we deal with. None of them can find work. Nobody wants to do manual labor anymore. No, dude. So I don't know if I mean I don't know if you saw, but Mike with Four Seasons is hiring a plow operator. Yeah. You see what he's paying? Oh yeah, that's yeah. These guys are pay. They have to be able to pay this stupid money because twenty-eight dollars yeah. an hour. I was talking to a landscaper last spring. He was paying a guy to weed whack, or his the guys that he could get to work to weed whack twenty dollars an hour. And I'm not talking a guy that mows the lawn and then weed whacks. This guy's job was to weed whack. Yeah. Which is typically the low guy on the totem pole. But he's paying 
weed whackers $20 an hour. And he still, and he couldn't find help. It's insane. What I tell the guy, what I tell him is all the good ones have jobs. That's it's simple as that. The people that want to work are already employed and they're making either what they want to make or they're, or they're happy and they don't want to go somewhere else. I mean, I'm almost at the point. I, $28 $28 to go plow. If it was consistent, I'd go, just go do it. Yeah. I That's love driving. I mean. <clears throat> Plowing does suck sometimes because the hours, you know, can be brutal, which, you know, it comes with the territory, but 28 bucks an hour. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty good chunk of change. Even after taxes, you know, with a 30 hour storm. Yeah. You know, you work 24 hours, you know, you have two, two storms a week. You know, you gotta, you're probably going to have at least 12 hours into one storm, you know? Right. So two or three storms a week, but that's the trouble. Sometimes we don't get those. And then we get a week where you're plowing for four days straight. Yeah, exactly. Sleeping every, every six hours for an hour. But it's, I don't know. It's the way of the world. Hmm. But so I've uh, <clears throat> I've got some phone notes. Oh boy! I don't think we did talked about this. We went off on a tangent. Actually, first of before we do this, um, football. Yeah. Baltimore out. <clears throat> Hey, you know who has more wins than Lamar Jackson in the playoffs? Who's that? Uh, Tim Tebow. <laughs> That's funny. He's 0-2, uh, man. Um, the, uh, that's crazy. I never thought of it like that. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> Baltimore's out. I think, and this is the way Tennessee is playing, I think it's going to be a Packers-Tennessee Super Bowl. So, I heard heard a saying today, and I really, really liked it. What's that? Destiny over um, shit. I just lost the other word. Destiny over Dynasty? Yeah, there you go. Destiny over Dynasty. And I think the Titans got it rolling right now. Dude, Derrick Henry only seems to be getting better. Yep. I I mean, either as soon as the Super Bowl's over, they're going to find, they're going to, he's going to test positive for something, or this dude is just a straight up machine. Dude, did you see, I mean, you look at but, all the pictures of him from like high school and college, and it's yeah, like, he's he an is, absolute house. Yeah, I mean he stiff armed. What is it, Earl Thomas? That was my. I was going to bring that up. So yeah. Earl Thomas sitting there talking shit. Well, it didn't look like the Patriots really wanted to tackle him. He turned Earl Thomas into his fucking lead blocker. Yeah, he was <clears> pushing. I mean, pushing Earl Thomas into his own guys. I didn't watch the game, but I watched all like a bunch of highlight reels, and it's just. I don't think they, I don't think they can stop. I don't. Casey's run defense sucks, anyways. So, 
I, I don't think they're going to be able to, to stop him. Unless something bad happens, they're not going to be able to stop Henry. Yeah, I don't – and I mean – They haven't had enough time to plan for it. Dude, Tannehill actually looks good. Like, I, Yeah, that's the other thing. <clears throat> I'm like, what have – is it just a change of scenery that helped Tannehill? I, is it variable? Is it – all of a sudden, he's played good football. And he's not – I mean, yeah, he's only throwing for 80 to 100 yards a game. He doesn't need to throw for any more than that when he's got a freight train. Exactly. You know? <clears throat> yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty interesting to watch. Yeah. And I'm... Green Bay – that Green Bay Seahawks game was very good. I did not watch that, and I actually didn't watch any highlights of that game. The 49ers – over the Vikings was just as expected. I mean, yeah. the Vikings were in it for like, I don't know, a quarter. <clears throat> yeah. And then they just got steamrolled. Um, what'd you think of the national championship? Well, like we said at the beginning of this college football season, when I declared who my favorite team was. Go Tigers. Yes. I am still on that bandwagon. And, uh, you know, I think I'd like to say I'm, they're good luck charm. I mean, there's nothing saying that you're not. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, so the, I didn't. I, I watched. I didn't watch that game either, to be honest. You but, didn't? No, I watched. I watched highlights of it. I just I went to bed early Monday night, so dude, I watched the whole thing. I was dead the next day, but but they're uh, from what I that team is impressive. That was. Their quarterback, is he a senior? Uh, ye... Nah, I don't know. He declared. So Yeah, either. Yeah. He's either a junior or a senior. He's, I mean, we'll see. He's he's an impressive quarterback from what I've seen of him this year. Well, he's playing in an NFL-style offense, that's for sure. Yeah. And, <clears throat> I mean, I think next year, though, I would watch the fuck out for Clemson. Yeah. Because well, I mean, they beat Alabama last year. Well, yeah, dude, that's the first game their quarterback has lost. That sunshine kid, yeah, first game he's ever lost as a college quarterback. That's uh, that's something to be said right there. And I mean, there's really no telling what I mean. I'm gonna look it up right now just because I'm curious. But what his uh, high school stats were? What's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's a good football name. It really is. I'm a big fan of LSU's coach. I've always liked him. Ed Ogeron? Yeah. (laughs) No tires. (laughs) Yep. I really should watch college football more often. I just. I, I love college football. It's so much. I, it's so entertaining because they're still playing because I, I think a lot of them are still playing because they love the sport. They're not because they're making big money. You know, they're yeah. not playing for money. Although OBJ was. Handed out cash after the game, I guess. 
from what I see. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. I mean, who really cares at this point? Yeah. I mean, they're they're probably just going to be like, it's it's OBJ. Well, they already tried to come out and say it's it was fake, like. Yeah, but then the LSU quarterback said it was real. Like he was quoted saying he was handing out wads of real cash. Well, so there's some controversy over that. Yeah, because he uh, it was it wasn't a direct quote. Okay, but okay, so he did lose his last game. They lost in the second round of the 4A state playoffs his senior year. Other okay. than that, they lost two games that season. Clubs had beat Alabama in the national championship last year, right? Yep. They embarrassed Alabama yeah. last year. Yeah. But I just think, I mean... LSU, that was a that was another lesson in self preservation actually for myself. <clears throat> Cause I I'm not used to being in areas of larger metropolises. Yeah. Especially with the crime rates in which I'm exposed to. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of sitting here and I was like, ah, I'll go out and grab dinner and I was like where we'll have the game on? Well, Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. And go grab some fucking wingies or a chicken salad or something. Yeah. I was not the only one to think to go watch the game there. Oh, I can only doubt. And there was, and I mean, the South is known for being their college football. Clemson's, yeah. Clemson's not all that far away from here. But there was a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people in very close proximity on different sides of that game and when it started to get heated i was like you know (laughs) i I think i'm just gonna leave yeah this is the same buffalo wild wings where i was sitting and the guy at the bar was talking about committing drive-bys yes two weeks prior so yeah i'm good uh i'm gonna go ahead and go back to my hotel and watch it by myself yep uh, speaking of watching that net, uh, the uh, Netflix series, the special or mini series about Aaron Hernandez dropped today. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't watched, watched it yet either. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably start tomorrow night. I heard it's there's some interesting things in it. Yeah, I'm interested to hear about it too. So we'll see. Um, so that was one of my notes that I had. I was actually, I did a little preparation this week. Did some preparation H this week? Yeah. So in other news, and I don't think we hit on this last week, but we, we were gonna, um, was the, the Wisconsin park pooper. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What a, talk about a fucking, a vengeance on something. Right. One to two shits in the park per day. A day for like two years. Yeah, I had, I ended it, it ended up being like like I did the math. They find him, I think six thousand bucks or something like that, and uh, it was like six dollars a shit is what it worked out to be. 
from the amount of times he shit. <laughs> I just I like how like they the park workers how they broke it down and and tried to and like caught the guy. Yeah. You know? Oh well, it, well it stops on Friday afternoon and starts up again on Monday. So yeah, to Monday through Friday pooper. <laughs> you ever wonder someone doing that? If on Saturday he just gets the hankering to go there and take a shit, just right? He's so used to it. Yeah, like it, at that point, it's muscle memory. I mean, it's like your home field, right? You... Yeah, and imagine like if he's on vacation somewhere and he's at another park and walking through the park, and all of a sudden he's like, "Fuck, I got shit." You oh, know? Yeah. I think this one will do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the Wisconsin Park Pooper, the Poop Bandit, uh, was caught. They caught the Pooper. <clears throat> and then I wrote this down last week, but again, I didn't get, we didn't hit on it. So I've been washing the dishes more often at home Mm -hmm. and I've decided although I know it needs to be done because they're dishes but I hate washing silverware why I don't know it just it always seems like there's the most of it and I don't know I just hate it well so what's your what's your process here let's break it down let's break down the film and we'll come up with a better way for you to do your silverware so, what I try to do, or what I what I always used to do was I would do everything else and then be end, end up with this pile of silverware at the end. Yeah. Common. So, I would pick one, you know, one or two up at a time and, and do them that way. Yeah. Um, but I still hate it. So the last couple of times I've washed dishes, I've attempted to do the silverware first, like pick out, go through get, the, get, get the hard part out first. Yeah. Okay. And I felt a little better about it. Okay. And, uh, so that's, I think I'm going to continue with that game plan from now on to see if okay. I, see if I feel still feel strongly towards it. <clears throat> So I'll say this about that. My suggestion All and right. what I do if <clears throat> we use a dishwasher. Yeah. But in our last house we didn't have one. So what I would do is take a pint glass or a bowl or whatever I have, some con- some style of container. Yeah. Throw all the silverware in it at the beginning. Okay. Normally leave that container in the stream of water. Okay. So it's constantly getting warm or hot water. Yeah. Toss a little soap in at the beginning, let it start working, and it all just gets flushed out anyways, but whatever. Yeah. And then by the time you're done washing everything else, all the silverware has been marinating. And so when you pick it up, you just have a sponge with a little soap on it, give it a quick blast, rinse it off, all done. All right. I like that style. I'm a big fan of the pre-soak. All right. So I'll give that a shot the next time. Pre-soak the silverware in a separate holster. Correct. All right. That's what I need to think of it as. Like, clean up my gun when I... 
I take the small parts, put them to the side, put them to the side with the cleaner, put the cleaner on them and let those set up with that on it. Why I do like the bore and stuff. Right. All right. Now we're, we're cooking with gas here. Cleaning with gas. Cleaning with gas. Which that's, I mean, not necessarily a bad idea either. Gas does clean stuff. Or, it does. You know, I've, 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 I've used, uh, not gas, but carb cleaner to or starting fluid to get grease off my hands before. Dries carb, your, hand, dries your hands out, break, though. Brake cleaner is amazing. Yeah. Both highly flammable. Uh, yes. So I do. I did bring one thing to the table prepared today. All right, what do you got? Eleven inventions that are now used for something other than their intended purpose. Ooh, what do we got? Play-Doh. All right. What was that invented for? What do you think? Plug it holes. Nope. No. Wallpaper cleaner. Really? Yep. No shit. Which brings me up to, have you seen these new little gummy thingies that they're selling for, like, cleaning out your cars and stuff? Yes. <clears throat> they kind of freak me out, but I really want one. Same here. I had the <laughs> same exact feeling on that. Like, I saw one, the guy's, like, stretching <clears throat> it over his steering wheel and shit. Yeah. It's like, ugh. It looks nasty. It looks like he's stretching a big loogie over his steering wheel. Yeah. But it's supposed to work wonders i could like get into the nooks and crannies and stuff that probably works great like the vents yeah clean out the cup holders but <clears throat> um electric pens electric pens yeah i didn't even know that was a thing they're now tattoo guns that makes sense so originally they you know you had the inkwell and the old school pens yeah this was electric so it would go up and get the ink so you could keep writing mm. Uh, high-heeled shoes were originally for men and were used for horse riding as the heels were supposed to keep the feet more secure in the stirrups. All right. So maybe that's why there's so many goddamn cross-dressers nowadays. Yeah, it's just coming full circle. I mean, Coca-Cola and Dr. Pepper were originally medicines. We yeah. know that. This is a good one. Uh, menstrual pads. What do we got? So they were originally invented during the wartime to soak up blood in bullet hole, holes in, in bodies. I can see that. After the war, Kotex had several hundred tons left over and found that nurses had been using them as feminine hygiene. All right. Um, bubble wrap. What do you think it was intended for? Stress relief. Nope. Textured wallpaper. That's that's uh, diabolical. Seriously. Do you know what the best man at a wedding used to be for? Uh, making sure the groom showed up on time? No, that's current. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The best man at the wedding was the best swordsman a groom could find and afford. If anyone objected to the wedding, the best man would duel him. We need to bring this back. That's a badass idea. 
Yeah. So if old Auntie Susie's got a problem with with Dan well, the bartender marrying Axel Rose the pencil sharpener for you know at 18 years old the best man draws his sword that challenges Auntie Susie to a to a duel. Yeah, well, you see, in the days in which duels were occurring, I don't think women were stepping up and voicing their opinions. As it... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better be careful in the way. Uh, <clears throat> all right, yeah, I guess you're... I guess you got a good point there. Uh, Monopoly. Monopoly. Was that originally... Uh, invented to teach accounting. Uh, close. Really? It was the point of the game was to show people how fucked up and unfair corporations are to the common person. Yeah, it's not far off. No, no. Yeah. Um, Nalgene bottles. Ooh. I think I know what they're used for now. Other than water. Yeah, mixing Gatorade and vodka together and getting hammered at school events. I was going to say just a place to get rid of a bunch of stickers. Well, that too. Uh, That's what Yetis are for now. They were uh, originally created for use as medical slash scientific lab equipment as a lighter shatterproof alternative to glass. They're pretty shatterproof. They really are. I have seen one break before. So have I. Um, Microwaves. So the microwave transmitter was originally created to transmit radar signals in World War II when a worker noticed that being near the transmitter melted a candy bar in his pocket. Now we get microwaves. They are a handy little tool. And this one the IQ test. I've never. We should. I should take one of those, just for fun. Maybe we should. We should take one. Talk about our results on a podcast. Sounds like a plan. A little homework right. for ourselves. Yeah. Um. So they were never intended to figure out how smart you were, but they were meant to identify how stupid you were. <laughs> Not really. They they worded it differently. I I might have freelanced that part. But yeah, they were identified for for identifying students who may need additional help. Makes sense. And did you know, for every pipe cleaner that actually cleans a pipe, five hundred thousand get twisted into children's art projects. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh. And then this one, kind of bringing it full circle back to chainsaws, paintball guns. Yeah. They were originally called paintball markers as they were invented as a way for loggers and park rangers to mark trees for trimming and cutting down without having to walk to each tree and flag it. That's pretty cool. And then paintball got started as a couple of dudes who were using them started shooting at each other for fun. And the sport was born. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a oh, good yeah. 
Those are fun little facts. Couple little little learnings. <clears throat> so, my next thing in my notes. Uh, what's your favorite cereal? And I'll start. Uh, I'll, I'll say this: I've started trying to eat cereal in the morning before before I leave for work. So are we going dry or with milk? With milk. Because there's two different answers. Okay. Just so we're clear. All right. With milk, Frosted Flakes. Okay. Dry, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I've never had, well, I shouldn't say I've never had cereal dry, but I would never, I w- I would never seek to have it dry. But I could see why Cinnamon Toast Crunch would be that. Dude, Cinnamon Toast Crunch at like 10.30 at night when you're just sitting there watching something on TV or whatever. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. I'm on a uh, a big uh, Honey Nut Cheerio kick right now. That's what I've been eating. But I'm Good a fan. for the heart. I'm a fan of regular Cheerios. That's weird. But I like I enjoy the honey nut too. And my wife eats those dry. Uh, I mean babies do, but because <laughs> they don't know any better. Yeah. Um, and then to drown out my notes. Actually, you posted on our story the the sock shoe or sock sock shoe yes. shoe. Yes. There's people out there that put on one sock, one shoe, the other sock, the other shoe. Apparently. I guess I shouldn't ask that because there's people out there that, you know, I don't want to bring it up because it's just going to get us both fired up. Cut sandwiches wrong. Yeah. But I Never once in my life have I thought, well, I'll just, you know, have this foot fully clothed while this one just stands there without anything on. That makes zero sense. It does. But thankfully, our followers on the grams of Instagrams were all, for once, normal humans. And it was unanimous, sock, sock, shoe, shoe. And I, I was I enjoyed being tagged in that person's post. I can't remember who did it, uh, showing us how they cut their sandwich. Yes, yes. Was, I think that was before our last episode, but we didn't talk about it. So thank you to that. Um, and then Scott, I believe. Was it Scott? Yeah, that's right. Um, let me get back into my notes here. If anyone while listening hasn't seen it, go to the Instagrams and see Huey's new foregrip for his AR. It's not. You have no idea how much self-restraint that took me not to buy that. (laughs) I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) It's funny, but I would have not put that on my rifle. Uh, (laughs) So... I stole this from another podcast. You're going to open a bar. What are you calling it? 
Hmm. I don't know. What would I call a bar? The way I kind of thought about it was, what type of bar do I want it? Is it going to be like a sports bar, a craft bar? Is it going to be like a brewery, craft beer bar, or a restaurant bar? So, and that's how I came up with mine. I'm just going straight all whiskey. Okay. There will be nothing else. All right. Um, and I think I would call it the juice bar. The juice bar. All right. But I would spell it J O O C E. All right. Uh, so I would a uh, sports bar. Um, you know, just your classic sports bar. Obviously, it's going to be in New England. So. There's going to be, <clears throat> speaking of cereal, my wife's digging into my cereal now. Uh, but classic sports bar, you know, full full bar, subcraft beers. We'll have the main staples, Budweiser, Bud Light, Coors Light, all those. Has some rotated craft beers. But the name of it is going to be TB Wings and Things. Okay. So... The TB, obviously, Tom Brady. Yes. And the wings is kind of a play on words. See see what I'm getting at here? You know, Mm -hmm. like Super Bowl rings, but instead of... Rings, wings, you get it. you know. So, that'd be the name of my bar. TB Wings and Things. And the things would just be regular pub fare. You you wouldn't just call it six wings? Well, that's I thought about that. But what if it's seven? What if they end up getting seven or eight? It's a little harder to rename a bar than is Belichick rename his boat. Exactly. You know, I I I start TB or I start six wings, and then they win another Super Bowl, and I go to change it, but somebody's already trademarked seven wings. <laughs> You know, and I, th- I mean, and but, rebranding a company is pretty tough. To be honest, too, though, six wings sounds better than seven wings. Seven wings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so uh, that's why I went with TV wings and things. But I'm up, I'm up for debate on if if other people want to send in their ideas, go for it. Did. uh did you see the picture going around today with kiwis on the pizza? Yes. My boss showed it to me. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I uh it was the first thing I saw. One of the first things I saw this morning at work. Oh, that's a good kickoff to a Wednesday. <sighs> He was reading an article 
and it was one of the things in the article and it was kiwi on a pizza and it ah i don't know it just i don't know now, where, do you, where do you stand with like a uh um hawaiian pizza <clears throat> i have no problem with other people eating hawaiian pizza or pineapple on their pizza. I do not like it. 100%. I won't eat it. I don't want, you know, I don't want to order a pizza that's half pepperoni and half Hawaiian because then I got to worry about those, them getting a little handsy with the pineapples and it ends up on a slice of my pepperoni and now I got pineapple juice on my pep I just don't want it. I don't need it. Okay. If you want it, you can have it. Just keep it over there away from me. And we're good to go. All right, we're gonna play a game. Whoa, 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 you ready? Whoa. I uh what are your thoughts on pineapple on a pizza? I'm a big fan of it. Okay. Honestly. I thought you were. And I'm not I'm not upset about it. And there's actually that's your there's choice. A, there's actually a place in uh, Kittery where flying pigs are very common. Yes, they have a Hawaiian style pizza, but they also put jalapenos on it. Yep. So you, I, I'm a big fan of mixing flavors like that. Like the sweet, juicy fruit and a hot, spicy thing, or a really salty thing and a really sweet thing. Every like every Saturday at work, we order pizza for for lunch, and my favorite pizza combination is jalapeno and bacon. Yeah, and but not everybody likes just straight up jalapeno and bacon. Like I'd eat a whole jalapeno and bacon pizza to myself if nobody wanted it. So what they've been doing is ordering one half with pineapple on it. So I gotta be very careful at how I pick my... You gotta pick middle slices on your side. Yeah. So I I just, I'm not a fan, fan of pineapple on pizza. And I don't think I ever will be. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the. I don't like I don't like splitting up pizzas like that. Yeah, leave it one thing. Yeah, you know? if you want a different kind of pizza, get your own fucking kind of pizza. Yeah, exactly. I'll I'll even chip in if it means I don't have to pollute my pizza. It's it's literally cheaper to order two pizzas from Domino's than it is to have one split in half with two different types. These are facts. So, you get yours. If you don't want to eat it all at one time, you don't have to. But I always say, any pizza is a personal pizza if you put your mind to it. Those are words to live by. Those are. (laughs) They really are. (laughs) Um, So... But, yeah, no go for pineapple on a pizza. Today somebody told me they brought up the Popeye's chicken sandwich. And they they told me that I need to give it another chance. 
No. No. Absolutely. You get not. one shot, bro. Yeah. If I did if the first time I had Chick-fil-A, if I didn't like that, I wouldn't have given it another shot. So I gave it another shot. I I'll, I'll get I'll do it fair though. And I think, you know, maybe if you were to give the Popeyes another chance. The only way it, I would do it it was if it was in the south. That was what my answer was going to be. Because the first Chick-fil-A experience I had, now it goes into like when you're when you're trying to convince someone to try something or go somewhere that you've never been and you're kind of leery of it because it is, let's just call it fast food to begin with. Um, you know, it, <clears throat> you can't oversell it. Yeah. Like uh, there's a very delicate balance of being able to convince someone to go somewhere, but then not hype it up so much that it's like, this is going to fucking blow my mind. And that, you know, and that's what a lot of people do with Chick-fil-A, myself included. It's it's very oversold. And I mean, the Chick-fil-A sauce, I got to be honest with you, it really doesn't taste that much different than the Big Mac sauce. I'm a bad proponent of that. I don't normally use the Chick-fil-A sauce, honestly. I normally try and like hold my reservations. And if someone asks me something, I'll be like, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll normally, the first thing I'll say is be like, I like it or I'll get this there or whatever. But normally if I'm telling someone to go do something, it's because I had a really good experience somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's always, there's always exceptions. And Chick-fil-A was just oversold to me. And then it was in upstate New York, probably not exactly the Chick-fil-A experience everyone was looking for. Yeah. And I just wasn't real impressed about it. Yeah. So, but I came back down to the South. I gave it a shot the last time I was here. Definitely a different style Chick-fil-A. And I mean, I had it again tonight. I don't completely regret it, but. It's it's good food. It's not gourmet by any means, but it is good. Their grilled chicken was actually phenomenal. When you'd asked me if I liked it before, I hadn't even taken a bite of it. It was very good. Yeah. Uh, so my brother-in-law posted on Facebook. You may have seen it, but it was a it was a joke about. Um, Chick-fil-A because if anybody's been to a Chick-fil-A it's always packed driveways drive throughs always busy parking lots always pretty full so it's a contractor says well it's not really an ideal location traffic patterns would be a nightmare you can't really get in and get out of the parking lot easily and there really wouldn't be much parking for customers employees Chick-fil-A owner I'll take it yeah, <laughs> that's so true. The Chick Fil A right here, across it's across the street, and it is. I mean, it's a terrible setup. Yeah, you got to pull in, drive seven eighths of the way around the building to get back into the friggin' stupid drive-through line. There's no way to pull in and go straight into drive-through. Yeah. So then it gets into now you're driving with people that just got their Chick-fil-A. They're really happy. They're 
fat faces stuffed in the bag, yeah. not looking where they're going. The Chick-fil-A in, in New Bern that I've been to, like, they get so busy. They have people out walking around with iPads taking the orders in the drive-thru. Like, I don't really understand how that speeds anything up, but it I gotta tell you, it it really did. It sped it up. I don't know how it works, but it worked. It just seemed like there was a constant steady movement of the line. So I mean the one thing I can say about imagine if you worked at Chick-fil-A, the day's gonna fly by. Yeah, you're always busy. Yeah. I mean, there is no time to do anything for slacking off, you know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that's all I got on my notes. I guess we're supposed to be getting a little bit of snow up here this evening or late, late tonight, early tomorrow morning. Oh, good. Uh, couple, couple tree inches. Yeah, a couple tree, and then they're talking maybe three to five this weekend. See what happens. Uh, let me look at let me look at my weather down here. It's supposed to get cold after Friday, though. Is it? Yeah, really sort of disappointed in the weather down here. <laughs> my mom. I was talking to my mom last night. She said it's been pretty warm. It's uh, yeah. Oh, we're still stuck in Durham, New Hampshire. What the hell? No, it's not my current location. Incorrect location. Speaking of, uh, went to um, the Bratskeller on Sunday. Yeah, I love that. Right, I love that place. It's really cool unless you got to park. Yeah, and speaking of that, I mean, the full moon and the high tide from, and then we got that storm, all that rain. Yeah, uh, the tide was coming in when we got there. When we left, there was cars sitting in salt water. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm surprised they allowed that to happen. I think their grandfather. I was talking the the owner comes into the shop a lot, and I asked him one day. I was like, "So you guys get flooded a lot?" He's like, "Oh yeah, all the time." I'm like, "He's like," I was like, "What do you do?" He goes, I got it down to a system. I can have it cleaned up and dry, ready to open in four hours. That's insane. Yeah. Like, they have, he's got all the dryers. He's got wet backs. He's, you know, a lot of the times, like, if it happens, depending on the tide when it happens, they may have to close for lunch, but they typically can open by dinner. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but the Bratskeller was good. Had a pretty good weekend. Did a ran a bunch of errands with the wife on Sunday. Kind of did a date, made a date day out of it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, and just came home, hung out, watched TV. It's a good day. Yeah, I wandered around a gun show all day on Sunday. That's right. I remember you saying that. It was a big fan of the gun shows. There's one every weekend down here. It's amazing. I know. I wish they had one. I wish they had more up here. And I mean, they're big. 
Yeah. Um, we're talking like eight, 800 to 1,000 tables. Holy cow. Yeah. So, I mean, now, not all of those are vendors. Yeah. Like, you know, some vendors have like 12 tables. But still. No doubt. It's a, shit, it's a shitload of space. Yeah. I, I was looking up some around here. I think there's, but there's like the main sportsman show, the end of January something. Yeah, no here. guns there. No guns selling though. There though. Oh, really? No. There's a couple of like the Armory in Waterville, yeah. I think. Or Auburn. One yeah. of the two. I, there was one this past weekend, but ended up not being able to go. Sanford Fishing Game does one every year. Yeah. They, uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, they need more of them around here. Which I, speaking of guns, I was reading a little bit about that shit show that's going on in Virginia right now. Yeah. And it sounds like <clears throat> the legislature's backing off on some of these laws that they were deciding they wanted to enact. Yeah, new uh, New Hampshire's moving towards a new uh, a new law, though. Yeah, the red flag law. Yeah, yeah, that got passed in the the House, I think. Still got to get right. through the still got to get through the Senate, as far as I know. But, you know that type of law, depending. Yeah, it's an infringement on your right on your Second Amendment rights, but. If somebody isn't fit to have a gun, and this law lets that those people take it away, I, I don't know. Like, it's tough to. I don't, at least I don't even really want to get into it on here. But so well, so my 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 big thing with it is it's so discretional, right? Yeah. Is it, it's sort of like you know what? Who's who's to say that? I mean, there are people out there that think every person that owns a gun is crazy. Oh, yeah. So, and that they shouldn't, you know, if you have more, if you have a gun and more than 100 rounds of ammunition, you're you're legally insane and you need to have them taken away. Yeah. So it's like, well, if it's someone like that that's saying it, then how are we supposed to corroborate that and say it's okay? Yeah. Whereas, like, if it's someone that's truly a danger to themselves, like, I mean, the woman that's brought it up was like oh well my son was you know 21 when he bought his first gun we convinced him to turn it in and then he bought a second one and then blew his brains out yeah and it's like well why didn't you fucking get him the help he needed if he's suicidal like have him check into a mental health facility because you're clearly not sane yeah like you know what I mean like I, I just I have a hard problem with people trying to tell the government to tell them how we should live. Yeah. And I guess that's where I'll leave that. <laughs> yeah, same here. I, I just, you know, are there people in the world that have, that can go buy a gun that probably should not? Yeah. And guess what? If they can't buy it at the store, if they really want one, they can go get one somewhere else. Yep. There's always a way for a bad guy or somebody 
I don't know. <clears throat> There's a bad guy selling a gun to a person that doesn't need it all the time. I I saw. Did you see that guy from Texas there? The yeah, I got the highest uh, civilian medal. Yeah, and then I saw a picture of him like shaking somebody's hand. It is you could see like his sport sport coat, and yeah. he he was he had his uh, pistol like while he was at the governor's mansion or whatever. Yeah, he was packing, which I think is great. That I mean, he was. He's, you know, he was trained, you know, he had a background in training and firearms and stuff like that. But I watched that video in, you know, three seconds. It was impressive. And that dude was dead and he advanced on the dude, like, didn't stop. Just, it was a long shot, too. Yeah. I mean, in terms of 15, under pressure. 15, 12, 15, I mean, he must have been. He was close to 15 yards. Yeah. It was impressive. And, you know. One of the other podcasts I listened to, they were talking about it. He's like, that's the definition of a good guy stopping a bad guy with a gun. Yeah. Um, What else is going on in the world? How much? Just living the dream. I'm liking these Wednesday podcasts. I think the people will like that. Yeah. Like the midweek, it breaks it up a yeah, little bit. Yeah, breaks it up. A lot of my favorite podcasts come out on Wednesday. Well, ours technically come out on Thursday. Yeah, this is true. I mean, they do come out tonight, but. Yeah. Um. No, I just think it's funny, you know, talking about guns and everything. Yeah. It's pretty hard to get a gun in Baltimore, Maryland, isn't it? Yeah, at a store. Yeah, 12 shot, 5 dead this weekend. Jesus. It's too bad. Let's see how many people have been shot this year. So far. In Baltimore? In Baltimore. There's been 36 homicides in the past 30 days. What about all of 2019? 350 homicides. Holy fuck. Jesus. That's crazy. Couple stabbings. Couple unknowns. Maine's one of the safest states in the country. It is. And they have constitutional carry. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. How's how's Chicago doing? <laughs> I uh, speak. I've been in the process of doing my concealed permit so I can yeah. carry it other states, and uh, called the police station or whatever to see if get the application, see what I can pick one up. And she's like, "Yeah, when you pick it up, though, I need a copy of your NRA certificate." I'm like, uh. I don't think I've seen that since I got my first permit. Yeah. She goes, well, yeah, I'm going to need a copy of it unless you have a copy of your old permit. So luckily, I gave old Mr. Ferry a call and um, he was came, able, up, yeah, came up with yeah. a permit for you. <laughs> well, no, he had it. He still had copies of everything. 
He's like, I was, oh, nice. I was gonna be shredding that stuff, but I'll drop it off to you, so you could get rid of it. <laughs> so, which I thought was great. So that's in the works. Once I have that, I'll be able to get my permit for town of North Berwick and be covered for like twenty-seven states. Yeah, I want to go do the Utah one. Yeah, because the Utah one makes you. It's like every state except for Massachusetts and New York, right? Yeah, pretty much. And Chicago, because. Yeah. Or Illinois. So, actually, uh, so Saturday, I went up. I found a dealer. I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but looking at a new shotgun. Yeah. Start Starting the process. So, big company coming out. A lot of guys out on the social medias using it. Guys I follow. Um, which is tough to really get a feel for a gun. Yeah. <laughs> because, and like all the, so it's a company called Rite. Um, it's that Turkish one you were talking about? Yeah. So I found one, they had one up in, um, like 25 minutes away. So I, I rode up there one day after work <clears throat> and, uh, on Saturday. And I started talking to the guy at the gun gun counter. Actually, I walked in. It was uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. Never had been in one. That place is awesome. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's a damn good thing that I am flying home yeah. and can't buy a lot of stuff here. Because if I had my truck down here, oh, my God. <laughs> because, honestly, like, I looked at so much stuff. Almost bought a new new depth finder and GPS for my boat. <laughs> good sale. Real good sale on it. Should have <laughs> bought it. <laughs> um, but so I like I picked one up and so I started talking to the guy and I asked him about it. He's like, honestly, I have no idea anything about this gun. I'm like, okay, good. And like I've started watching videos on them and see how they break apart and all this. Yeah. So I showed the guy and he's like He's like, well, this is kind of cool. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. It just, I like it. I just am worried about the durability. And, you know, I I can't look at my Benelli and complain one bit about how that thing's ever performed. So it's like, is it worth it to buy a different gun and go to a different manufacturer? And, you know, it is $600 less, which is a considerable amount of money. There's a yeah. lot of people that buy a couple guns for the difference in price for what I'm looking to spend. No but, doubt. I mean, I, I it just didn't, f- it doesn't feel as good. Like, and so, any, uh, any review I've read is all these guys, you know, gun magazines are like, oh, we picked up a box of 25 shells and we took it out to the trap range and it shot good. And it's like, well, okay, fuck face. Like, Go take it out to Alaska. Go take it out to Maine coast. Go take it out to the East Shore of Maryland and shoot. Yeah. Like. So, here's my take on that. Buy another Benelli. I think I'm going to. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's just my... Uh, yeah, this gun's cool. It looks cool. It breaks down cool. But... I mean, we've talked, we talked previously about how many rounds you've put through your Benelli. Yeah. And what that, the conditions that thing hasn't failed under. You know what I mean? 
yeah. sub-zero temperatures and just all the all those different things thrown at it and it just keeps keeps going. It keeps working. You know. I may I I gotta talk to there's a shop at home I gotta go talk to about I may see if they'll uh if they'll do it for um almost like a this is what we can do for your gun project because I, I already talked. I reached out to the guy and I talked to him a few times back and forth through email and yeah. stuff. But they do Cerakote and they do dipping too. Mm. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if you've seen a gun. I'm not sure if you'll see a gun like this in this condition. <laughs> and he's like, you'd be surprised. I was like, no, no, you you'll be surprised. And I sent him a couple pictures and he's like, holy shit, dude. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's she's lived a hard life. But she's never let you down. No, she hasn't. She's and that's a why loyal, loyal firearm. She's a good girl. Yeah. I love it. And, like, that's the hard thing, too. The one thing I will say, though, is I shouldered that retail in that store. It felt good. Yeah. Like, it, it fits well. It fit me well. Um, But I just, I don't know. I think. I just need to bite the big boy bullet and spend fucking $2,000 on a fucking new shotgun. Fuck me. Yeah. Yep. I still have my father's old shotgun. But I think if I ever buy another one, it'll be just a Benelli pump or a Remington 870 pump. Yeah. Just something. Something that you can use bird hunting, something that's reliable. I mean, those Benelli Novas are. Dude, I highly recommend those. Yeah. If any, if anyone's listening and they're wanting to get into any sort of bird hunting, even turkey and deer hunting, if you want to hunt with a shotgun, that Benelli Nova, I mean, it's so adaptable. You can get pistol grip stocks for it. Yeah. You can get rifle barrels. You can get turkey guns. You can get scope rails for the top. It's just, that's a fucking great gun. Yeah good home defense gun it's a good it's just an all-around good gun the only thing i didn't really i mean it was kind of rattly but it is a 12 gauge synthetic gun that you're gonna have that yeah exactly so well what's that so going back to a little you know know your clearance yeah Another U-Haul truck was captured in Dover. Oh, boy. On that same overpass. Yep, right by Red Shoe Barn. Yep. I drive past it every Thursday morning. Yeah. Oh, another another one bites the dust. Somebody just wasn't paying attention. Between January 13th and sometime in 2018, whenever they asked this question, there's been 42 accidents with that bridge. Jesus Christ. How come they haven't banned the bridge yet? Yeah, seriously. It's the bridge's <laughs> fault. That big fucking yellow sign and flashing lights that says I'm only nine foot six. Yeah. Really, really tough to see. Piscatical Landscape intends to put a truck into it every year. Oh, do they? Yeah, when they have their leaf boxes on. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
That'll get you every yeah. time. Luckily, those are, I mean, they're not cheap to replace, but it's cheaper than replacing a truck. The truck doesn't hit it, it just rips that fucking thing out. Yeah. Well, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one. The Aaron Hernandez is training on the old Twitters. Yeah. Oh, who do you got for UFC 246? McGregor. Yeah? Yeah. And that's just because, honestly, I haven't seen, I haven't watched any highlights of that, of Cowboy or whatever, but I don't know. I've always been in McGregor's camp, I guess. He's a loud mouth. He's a pain in the ass, but he's a good fighter. He is. I I mean, I think McGregor's a good fighter. I think Cowboy's earned his stripes for yeah. sure. I honestly, <clears throat> either way, I mean, I'm not paying to watch it, so uh, I probably really don't care, honestly. But I know the UFC world around here, from what I follow, um, there is a f- pretty good following. They want Cowboy to win. Um, and then on the other side of it, there's a lot of McGregor fanboys that want him to win. So, yeah, it'd be I nice think... to see McGregor win a UFC fight. Because he, I don't think he's won any of his last three. Oh, how how can we not talk about the whole Red Sox thing? Have you? Oh shit! Looked... Yeah, I've. That's uh. <sighs> Some of the stuff I've watched talking to other baseball players about it, it seems like the Astros were just the ones who got caught. So, you want to know? So, I follow Carabas mm. uh, on the Twitters. Um, and he's a huge, I don't know, if no one knows who he is, he's a huge Red Sox guy. Um, started his first Red Sox blog when he was like 12 years old, works for Barstool now. Um, he's been on this guy um, trying to find his tweets about it. He's got a lot of stuff going on. But the the guy that broke this story was with he was a beat reporter for the Red Sox. Really? Which is why the Red Sox got dragged into this. Yeah. He was also a beat reporter for the Houston Astros. Yeah. So I think his name's Evan Drellich. Drellick. Drellick. Yeah, I've heard of him. I think that's who it was. I've heard him on uh-huh. like EI and stuff before. Yeah, so apparently he came from the Houston market, reported them, and then threw the Red Sox and the Yankees in too. And there's been some, there's been some interesting blog, uh, articles that have come out regarding uh, Carlos Beltran. Actually, yeah, I was just going to mention that. Like, who's um, tossed into the mix now? Yeah, and when he was with the Yankees, and. 
it's it's kind of uh, it's very intriguing. It really is. Um, and they're saying, yeah. like from from what I'm hearing, is uh, Cora may be getting the harshest of the fines or the harshest punishment because of his involvement in it, where he was the bench coach with the Houston Astros during that World Series run. Right. You know, a bench coach a lot of the times is the one throwing the signs and reading the signs and, you know, so. Well, and so I saw uh, Tucker Barnhart, mm-hmm. who's a friend of the show, of Pat McAfee's show. Yeah. Not our That'd be dope. <laughs> um, oh, I got another story. Shit. This is going to be a long one. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, they, uh, and his statement was, you know, if there's a rule written down in black and white and they broke it, then I have no problem with punishment. But if it was an unwritten rule that's not written down and they found a way to be competitively, you know, um, a different way to be competitive. Yeah. Like, oh, well, like, you know, tough yeah. shit, basically. Um, which I think is a really good point. Like, no one's really come out and said that this is exactly the rules or whatever. But. Yeah. Kind of like the deflate gate thing. Right. Uh, so, I met yesterday a guy by the name of Landon Castle. Castile. You met him? I did. All right. Happens to be a NASCAR driver. No shit. Yeah. He uh, came and did a tour of the plant. He races. So he's down in... I'm in like NASCAR heaven down here. Oh, yeah. What town are you Uh, in? Well, I'm close to NASCAR heaven. I'm in Salisbury. Yeah. So there's still like speed companies around. Yeah. Like if you go near uh, Concord. Yeah. Concord is, well, it's where the racetrack is, but the and whole surrounding yeah. areas, that's where... Like DEI and... Everyone yeah. is. Childress. Um, Roush. Joe Roush. Gibbs. All those guys. Yeah. JD Motorsports. Any of them. Mm. They're all around here. So, but, so, the one of the guys that was working here from the corporate guy came down to just see some stuff that was going on. His buddies with him apparently, I don't know how, but whatever. And they're going out to dinner, so he's like, oh, just swing by the plant and give him a tour. And dude, I had such a hard time not talking shit. And like, I had mentioned, like, you know, I've been to races. My friends used to tow race cars yeah. off of tracks after you guys couldn't figure out how to turn left. <laughs> um but so one of the other people there was like, so what's your favorite part? Like, why why do you love doing it? And he's like, uh, kind of dancing it around a little. Like, it was like it was like a press conference question, yeah, but not in a press conference. And like you could kind of tell, like he's so conditioned to just answer and be on all the time, yeah. which I mean, I guess is smart on his part because we're talking about it now. Yeah. And if he had said something damning, I would definitely bury him right now. Yeah. <laughs> but. 
you know, he's like, I'm just, you know, real competitive and, you know, always been around it, blah, blah, blah. It took every bone in my body not to be like, oh, you don't just love to turn left. Yeah. <laughs> like, or, you know, I not, mean, I'm sure. That's not your passion. I'm sure the free shit, you know, paycheck and, you know, all the women probably chasing after him makes it yeah. pretty hard, too. He's only got one top five finish. Yeah. He had two top tens last year. How old is he? Uh, He's like my age. Oh, shit. He's, uh, no, he's 30. Did you ask him if he wanted to be on the podcast? I didn't. Yeah. I actually didn't even fucking think about it. I apologize. It's all right. We need to start finding some people to come on. Yes. And speaking of that. <clears throat> Uh-oh. My... A future guest opportunity we have is one of my wife's co-workers. I guess she wants to be on the podcast. And oh, my wait. wife. So, Does she listen? Yeah, they listen. We're... Oh, God. <laughs> We're... Yeah. They listen. Uh, so. Just a quick question. Mm. Any any update on the uh, the search and rescue missions? No, I've backed off efforts for the time being, and those will be ramping up in the coming days. Uh, smart. Let the guards relax. Correct. Get used to get used to the routine. Yep. Then spring your exit. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um. So. Uh, yeah, so that, I've got a couple other ideas we'll have to talk about off air sometime as far as getting people on, um, but literally anybody, I want, yeah. I want to work on my interviewing skills, so pretty much anybody. You... I'll just want to ask questions, random questions to random people. Yeah. So fun, fun fact, there's like four trucks in the parking lot right now of a company that I previously worked for. Oh, really? Yeah. For the summer. <laughs> that's funny. I, I pulled in and I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> you gonna go meet up with the boys? Is it the one I'm thinking no, of? No, I, I, don't, I don't know anybody uh, down here. Oh, it's they were a national company? Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, we probably know some people in common. Yeah. I feel special. Hey, did you see what I tweeted today? That cut with the fucking box cutter? No, I didn't. Oh, go on. Go on go my right Twitter now. and look. Let's go right now while I get you in the. While we're on the line here. Uh, where the hell? There's Twitter. I still haven't figured out Twitter yet. What do you mean? I don't know. I I've learned it more, but Hey, your boy David Andrews has been getting some publicity lately. Yeah, I'm being, being one of the reasons why this year was so tough on Brady. Yeah, I know. We gotta get him healthy. Holy lightning. <laughs> That is gnarly. It's amazingly clean. Like, I don't know if, like, 
I'm surprised put, that thing's not bleeding as much as I mean that's yeah. his vein. That's like Yeah. That's a main that's artery. The main, that's the old main vein right there, bud. I mean when I when I slice my handle, it, box cutter makes a clean cut. Oh, very much very much so. When I slice my hand open, that thing was down to the bone and then it just poured blood. Yeah. I mean, that that thing is he must have, I don't know. That's uh, it's a pretty gnarly one. So if you want to go yeah. find it, just look up Southfly on uh, the Twitters. And, yeah. Uh, I agree. Hey, how much? Does, how much does Joe Burrow look like Macaulay Culkin? Very much so, especially after I saw the picture of the side by side of. Um, <clears throat> What's uh, Joe Joe Pesci? Yeah. <laughs> who played the Sticky Bandit? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the coach or the LSU coach? Yeah, that was awesome. So really was. <clears throat> yeah, if if Joe Burrow had long hair, he'd look exactly like old Macaulay Culkin, just buffer. Yeah. You know. So, well, wow. I think I'm ready for bed, fella. Yeah, I think I'm good for the night. We'll uh, we'll keep thinking about some. Yeah, some when stuff. are you back? Another couple yeah, weeks. That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping so. I was gonna try and slide home this weekend, but I just started looking at plane tickets. Ah, oh, well, today because I can't plan shit, and uh, they're very expensive. So yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Well, I guess we'll plan on another episode next week. Yeah, Same. another Wednesday, another Wednesday night. I like that. Yeah. Plan. Same time, same place. Until we're back in the flesh. That's right. But and thanks. then maybe maybe we'll ra- ramp it up, but. I, I'm liking the Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday delivery. Get you, get going into the weekend in the right frame of mind. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, if we could throw in a bonus one every now and then, we'll try and do that. Yeah, something good happens. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's about it. Thanks everybody for listening. You can find yeah. me on. The Instagram as humac87. Same on Twitter. And you can find me at Southfly on both. And then at mainly stupid. Across the board. Across the boards. It's Garrett and Hugh on the Facebook group. I can't figure out how to change it, so that's just what it is until until we can figure out how to change it. <laughs> until I can really figure out how to link an account and have it look right, but whatever. There you it get is. it. You get it's it. It's just you get you. You just feel more friendly on the Facebooks, I guess. And I'm yeah. terrible about posting on the Facebooks. Yeah, I'm gonna try and ramp it up this week. I think I'm gonna hit it hard. All right. Post funny stuff. Get people involved. Start asking some questions. Sounds good. And I'll work and, on uh, my involvement as in that as well. So, we appreciate you listening and have a 
wonderful Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, whenever the fuck you listen. Enjoy. Thanks, guys. See ya. Peace.